Hey, y'all, you're listening to the Mother Far From Home podcast with me, your host, Rachel Norman. If you desperately need a common sense, down-to-earth perspective on how to mother well without losing it, living in constant stress, or needing to escape your life, you have come to the right place. Hello, Mama, and welcome back. I am really excited to talk about today's um, topic because I've been actually ruminating on this for a few years now, it feels like. And it could be because I'm in the South and in the South of the United States, we do have a certain level of cultural, societal expectation that kids kind of need to behave and, you know, just a kind of, you know, old school, traditional, old fashioned type minds. I'm not saying it's wrong, by the way, I'm just saying it is what it is. But more the the mindset of generations past that any adult can just sort of be able to tell a kid what to do and more or less that, you know, within reason, the child should just do it. Um, so I think that could be leading to why I have noticed that I think a lot of moms get being mean and being strict, confused, and I want to flesh this out. I think this is going to be a fun topic. So to vengo al punto, I'm going to come to the point here. So my thesis is being strict is about how tight your boundaries are, but being mean is a character issue. So they're just not the same thing. But let's talk about why, because the, the, and the reason I think it matters, aside from just finding really random minutia to talk about on this podcast, which is clearly what I do. So it is what it is, but I'm going to have another reason. And the other reason is that what I see down here in the South, and I mean, this could be everywhere, but this is where I live. So, you know, this is where I'm coming from. I see a lot of women being super kind of mean to their kids and then kind of looking around for approval from everybody else. And it's almost like they think that, they, that they're mistaking being mean for being strict. And so I think that in the reason I care for you, dear listener, is because I think sometimes... If you're listening to this, you probably more so that the part of your struggle is going to be feeling like being strict is being mean. So feeling like having boundaries is being mean or feeling like requiring certain things of your kids is being mean. So you probably aren't just flat out being mean and think that's good parenting, but you're probably worried that your boundaries are mean. And so I want to talk about how these are not the same things. The fact of the matter is family routines make the home go round and they aren't just for the kids. I'm a certified baby and toddler sleep consultant, language of listening parent coach, and mother of five kids at one point in five years and under. If there's one thing that's true, it's this. Without daily routines and systems in place, life is chaotic, stressful, and anxiety-inducing. The only way to get our mom responsibilities done in peace is this, family routines. Simple family rhythms give you predictability, organization, and calm. My best-selling workshop, Family Routines Reboot, is a three-day challenge to creating easy, effective family routines that make family life peaceful again. It focuses on the whole family routines, child routines, and self-care routines. Visit a mother far from home slash reboot for more details. Again, it's a mother far from home slash reboot. So I'm going to give an example um, that I that used to happen a lot when I had my kids in little league, and it would make me nuts. There was, you know, not just some moms, and they would 
their child would come up to them and ask him a question and they would just be so mean. It would be like, I told you to leave me alone. I am talking, you know? And so, <laughs> and I mean, I get it. We all get our kids will just kind of hassle us or we'll feel frustrated, but it's like they ignore, 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 and then totally tell a child off and humiliate them in front of like, you know, 40 people and then kind of look around like, see, I'm keeping this kid in line. And this, oh, <laughs> I had to fight so hard because I wanted to say, you're not being strict because if you had been strict, your child wouldn't have driven you to the point of madness and then you would have been mean. So actually, ah, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So what can happen is we're permissive, we're permissive, we're lax, we ignore it, we ignore it. Then their behavior takes us to a breaking point. We flip out like our breaker, like my stove that just flipped a breaker. We flip out and then we actually do get mean. Now, there's, I'm not saying you need to be strict, but I want to just talk about the difference between the two. So what does it actually mean to be strict? So let's talk about like teachers at school. So I know for, for myself growing up, some of the most beloved teachers were actually quite strict. And what I mean by that was they had a lot of rules. They were very clear about their expectations. You know, they were high expectations, but not always just clear. This is what you have to do. This is what happens if it's not done. There wasn't a lot of leeway. It was like, this is the time we're going to sit down and work. When it's over, you can do this. You know, if you're late, the door's locked, whatever the case is, you know, depending on the difference between high school and college. But the expectations were clear. What they wanted to happen was clear. You weren't confused. You know what they wanted. You know what they didn't want. And then within that, you had the freedom to act and be, but you knew what to expect. So they didn't have a lot of leeway. So strict teachers or parents, they don't have a lot of leeway. They expect certain things and that's just what they want to happen, right? And they have methods of reinforcing these things. So for a school example, you know, this would be grades if you didn't do your homework or you might lose a privilege. You might not be able to go on the computer. Okay. At home, this might be similar. If you don't do this, you lose your allowance. If you don't do this, you lose a privilege. If you do this, you gain a privilege or, you know, you can't do A, you can't do B unless you've completed A. So it, at home, being strict would just mean you're very clear about your boundaries, right? So now I don't necessarily think that I'm very strict. Uh, moms at home who are strict, they have a lot of methods of reinforcement to make sure they have a lot of checks and balances, if you will. So this means moms who are strict, they would know the behaviors they're not okay with and they don't give on them. And their kids would not woodpecker or badger them to get those because it's just not going to happen. They're just not going to do them. So they know moms know what those are, strict moms. Strict moms know what they will or will not tolerate. And if something gets near that, they stop it or they nip it in the bud. They say, well, this isn't going to happen. I'm not going to do this. So whether it's whining, the badgering, the, you know, asking a child, making a huge mess, whatever, they know what they're not going to abide and they don't let it happen. Right. Or they have ways to reward behavior, behavior they want to see, et cetera, et cetera. They're clear, a strict mother. And again, I'm not saying strict is necessarily better than just being average. That's not what I'm saying. I just want to talk about the distinction here. But they know what their boundaries are. They know them. They absolutely know them. So there are some parts of the day that I'm very strict with. So for example, bedtime. I know how much sleep I need. I know how much sleep my kids need. And we're going to bed at bedtime. 
you know, no matter what's going on, unless we're literally not at home, we're going to have a regular bedtime, you know, maybe not on movie night, but all during the week. I am strict about that. I know how much I need. I know how much they need and I make it happen. And it don't matter what else is going on or what mood anybody's in is happening. Mama's strict about bedtime. Okay. So that's an example. I know it and I live by it. And so moms who are strict, they also have a lot of, or they're okay with the consequences whether natural or enforced, that come for a child not staying within the boundaries. A strict mom is okay with those. They view these things as learning experiences. They say, okay, you know, if you didn't bring your stuff to school, I'm not doubling back. Whatever happens, happens, and we can go from there, and I'll support you in that, and we can help problem-solve ways that you don't forget again, but I'm not bailing you out. So strict moms, they know what they're going to do. They're okay with what their boundaries are. They don't feel guilty. They don't bend over backwards trying to kid please, which is my, what I call, you know, when you're a people pleaser, but it's your own children. So you're actually a kid pleaser. They don't do that. They're just like, this is the boundaries. Okay. And so being strict is about the authority figure, in this case, a mom or dad, it is about their boundaries right? So being strict is about the rules of the household. It's not about like the kids specifically. The rules in there, it's about the boundaries. It's about what the authority figures, the mom, the dad, the ones who have to do everything, the ones who have to pay all the bills and do all the cooking and drive everywhere. The ones who were responsible for everybody. Being strict is that those people, the mama and the daddy, or could be one or the other, depending, they know what they're okay with. And that's what they live within. And they expect their kids to do that. Ever feel worried you aren't as connected with your child as you'd like to be? I have an easy tool to help you feel that connection. The connection that is already there, of course. I've put together 50 plus fun and interesting questions to ask your kids. They'll get you laughing and you'll learn a lot of interesting things about your child and maybe even about yourself. Go to amotherfarfromhome.com slash connect to get your free printable. That's 50 plus connection questions that you can use in just times of bonding, one-on-one times, even times in the car. So again, you can get it at amotherfarfromhome.com slash connect. Now, you can be, and this is my whole, one of my main points, you can be very strict and very nice. You can be super strict and super kind. And in fact, I want to say mothers who are strict out of a conviction and out of just a strength of boundaries, but not out of a, you know, sort of aggressive anger. And again, that meanness is not having to do with boundaries, but moms who are really able to know their boundaries and live within them are probably calmer and more at peace and on the whole nicer than moms who aren't because the more you live within your boundaries, the more uh, at peace you are. Now, moms who aren't very strict, but and and have sort of have less strict boundaries and live within those can also be at great peace. So this is why it's always personal to your family. You know, if the mother in charge of everything is quite laid back, a lot of things can happen at that house that just don't really bother her as much. It's just not a big deal. She can genuinely say, you know, this weekend we'll get to that mess. And, you know, I know you said you were going to do that and you didn't, but I'm going to give you grace and you can try again tomorrow. And she's really okay with that. 
And then there's a mom who's like, oh, we ain't going to bed with a house like this. I can't sleep. I literally have nightmares. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe, maybe not, but you know, it'll be hard for me to get to sleep knowing all this. We need to all come together now and do it. So both of those are just show the difference in personalities. But if you, if any mom, me, you, anyone respects how we are made and lives within our own boundaries, we're actually able to be much more kind and nice to our kids or in general, because we aren't in this sort of state of emergency. And this is what happens if you don't live within your boundaries on a regular basis, you become to where you honestly feel like you're living in a state of emergency. And this is distressing to the to the nervous system. So one of the things you can begin to do if you feel like you're living in the state of emergency is to start figuring out what your boundaries are. Ever wondered what it means to have boundaries in parenting with your own children? Well, I lived a boundaryless life. It did not turn out well for me or the kids. And I realized that I, like you, and every other mom on earth has limits. We have boundaries, whether we've realized it or not. And we need to honor them if we want to live peaceful lives. I like to joke that while my book is called If Mama Ain't Happy, the real goal here is not happiness. For most moms right now, that's pie in the sky. The real goal, sad as it is to say, is not being depressed and wanting to escape your own life. So if that's you, if that's where you're at, grab a copy of my new book, If Mama Ain't Happy, Why Minding Healthy Boundaries is Good for Your Whole Family. You can buy the book any places books are sold. Or if you want to get a free copy of my Limit Locator and Boundary Building Worksheets, Google A Mother Far From Home, If Mama Ain't Happy, Choose the first link there at the top. So what does it mean to be mean? So now let's talk about that. So what is it? Okay. What does it look like in parenting? And I already gave you the example at the ball field. Um, and this one distressed my husband and I to no end. And we would, we would see it. And it wasn't just one parent. There were a few, you know, just kind of yelling and like, why do you do that? Or like, get away from me. I told you I was talking like just flat out mean. And I always wanted these babies to come sit in my lap. You know, come over here, baby. I'll stroke your hair. You can have a ring pop, you know, because I thought this is not this. This is what got me on the whole idea that this mom really felt like, you know, obviously loved her kid, but just really thought that meanness was keeping the boundaries. But it, it really wasn't because then in, in a minute later, here comes here comes a kid's rolling back up, you know, so. Uh, and I see this a lot at Walmart and I make the joke that I probably would not ever see this at Whole Foods, but, and there's no Whole Foods in my town and I go to Walmart and I see this a lot in Walmart. It's similar. It's parents, you know, there's a child and maybe they're standing up and down and the buggy up and down. And then the parents like, sit down, you know, if you don't sit down, I'm going to smack you, you know? And it's like, this is not being strict because being strict would be requiring the child to sit down. And the minute they stood up, they're putting them back down. Cause obviously if they're little enough to be in the car, you can literally sit them down or dealing with it in a, in a giving an actual consequence. Okay. If we don't sit down, we're going to leave now and come back or whatever. You know, if they always get say a lollipop on the way out of the store, you're not going to get that. Whatever being strict is having the boundaries and making sure they're communicated and keeping them. Whereas being mean is just yelling. And now sometimes our kids try us. Sometimes our kids literally try us and I'm not pretending that they don't, but even if they try you to the extreme, you can hold a firm boundary without being mean, right? 
So being mean is actually like kind of insulting your child. You know, this would be like, and this isn't just frustration and anger. This is insulting, like sit down, you never listen or, or, you know, like get your dirty, nasty hands off the table or that, you know what I mean? This type of, and maybe you don't, you might even be shocked that I'm (laughs) hearing this, you know, but I do see this a lot. And I think it's probably because I've been thinking about this, but it's just insulting your child. You can hold your boundaries without insulting them. You know, you don't have to insult somebody or criticize them or put them down to keep your own boundaries. If your own boundary is calm, quiet grocery shopping, where a child cannot ask you a million times for something, or they can't harass you or woodpeck you, and that you want them to just enjoy what's happening. If this is your boundary, like you need to pay attention to what you're doing. This is something that you can communicate to the child. And if they ignore you and you know, you can still bring them back around to doing that without insulting them. Right? So being mean is also like making fun of your child. So I know some families just maybe joke a little more than others, and I guess they're going to know where that line is. But being me, we never need to make fun of our kids to get them to follow our rules. Like, that's not, that's just mean, you know? So if it's like a boss coming in and you didn't quite do what you were supposed to do, or it wasn't perfectly right, you got something confused, and they sort of make fun of you. This is just very demoralizing. It feels icky. It's it's sort of a shaming method, and you don't need to shame your child to be strict. Shaming them is usually a result of permissiveness to where you got to the point that you blew up, and then you felt, you know, and then when you lost it, you took, you know, did a bunch of stuff in this state of losing it that you probably regret. We don't need to make fun of them. We don't need to tease them past the point. You know, you don't need to tease your child, especially about, because the thing is, we know, now I have a sense of fear when I joke around with my kids, but I never tease them. I never tease them about themselves or about their qualities because as a parent and as a perceptive woman, I could I know exactly what I could tease each child about to crush them. Why on earth would I ever do that? Answer is I never would do that because I'm not mean, right? But some parents do this. It's like they actually tease their child in an area that they know is going to be a bit crushing. And they think they're doing it to toughen them up. This is a dumb idea and it doesn't work and actually crushes them. It doesn't make them tougher. And then they still get their feelings hurt and it just comes out sideways later. This isn't being strict. This isn't being a strong disciplinarian. This isn't holding good rules. This is you having bad character and being a jerk. Uh, Not you, mama. (laughs) You, the greater you in general, when, when we get to this place, right? Do you feel like your days go by in a blur and all those things you meant to get done never really get done? The good news is it isn't because you don't have enough self-discipline or because you're just lazy. It's because you need better routines. I created some daily routine brainstorm sheets with lots of examples for routines based on your kids' ages that you can get free on my website. Go to amotherfarfromhome.com slash routine sheets. That's amotherfarfromhome.com slash routine sheets and grab these free printables. So another way to be mean is using facial expressions that communicate sort of derision and shame, repulsion, like I'm repulsed by you. And I want to say, 
We sometimes our kids drive us to the brink. Oh, hello. I got five of them. They drive us to the brink. But we often, when we live within our boundaries, we get driven to the brink so much less often. It is such a much more quick thing. And we're in charge of our faculties to the point where we can make good decisions and we don't end up being mean. We just end up keeping our boundaries. So when you have boundaries and you keep them, you don't end up blowing it nearly as often. You stop it long before it gets to that point. When you don't live within your boundaries and you're very permissive and you're driven by guilt, so you don't stop your kids from doing the things that they shouldn't be doing, it gets to a point finally where you crack because you know it's not okay. You know this is not okay. And so you crack. And then when you crack, you do things you don't really mean to do. So the answer, pull back, 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 back figure out your boundary and then long and then and then hold that tight so that you actually are more at peace. Another thing that's being mean is lying to your child or blaming them for things that aren't their fault, right? So that this is being mean. This having just a normal boundary that's like we're going to go to bed now or actually we're not going to go do this activity because our schedule is too swamped or I'm not really comfortable you getting phone at this age because I just don't want you to, whatever. There's a lot of those keeping those values. That's not being mean. Being mean is being mean. Do you see what I mean? (laughs) No pun intended. So I'm, I'm trying to free you from this burden of feeling like maybe you're mean when maybe you're just being strict in a healthy way. And so the last kind of difference I have between being mean and strict is that being mean makes your child feel like something is wrong with them, right? So if the rule is they just can't run and play super loud, oh, this is one of my boundaries. They can't be running around crazy screaming inside the house. I'm happy if they run around and crazy scream outside the house for 12 hours a day. That would be nothing to make my heart happier. Well, you know, within reason. I I think that's great, but they can't do it in the house. My nervous system can't hack it. So if I hold this, the minute I hear this behavior, I'm like, outside kids, and then they will usually just run straight outside or they'll say, oh, okay, and then they'll calm down, right? I'm rem- I'll remind them, I, the, it's too loud, I can't cope with that noise. And then they can adjust because the rule is the rule and it's for me, right? So I'm not like, you're so loud, your voice grates on my brain or I can't stand how you sound when you yell. You see, that's the difference. That's making it be mean about that child when really I just don't want the noise to be loud. So if the minute I start to get overwhelmed and I sense this is a boundary for me, it's actually not okay if I have four boys running around like hyenas and I'm this just not okay. And then I immediately address it. Then I remain calm. The atmosphere remains calm and everything's fine. And they're perfectly happy to do it outside. If I wait and wait and wait, the the noise is going to go up in my brain and blow up. And then I am liable to say something mean because I couldn't cope. So I do think part of the relationship between being mean and being strict is if we had healthy, strong boundaries to begin with, we never get so overwhelmed that we become mean. So to recap, the difference between being strict and being mean is now strict parents, they might be mean or strict parents might be nice because being strict with your boundaries has nothing to do with your character. It's just your boundaries, right? So mean parents might be strict. Or mean parents might be permissive. So because they're different, the rules you have and how well you hold them are not to do with if you're mean or not. You can be mean or not. And of course, I'm advising you not to be mean. I'm literally just talking about how being mean is not good. 
but it's not the same thing. So it's not the same thing. So you wanting to keep healthy, good, right boundaries is not being mean. It's just being a normal grown up adult. It, it's, it's just not the same thing. So we need to separate them so we can make decisions in the moment without second guessing ourselves and, and wondering if we're just being mean. So you can be as strict as you want if you're nice and the kids will still thrive. Like think about some of the most strict teachers or I can look back into high school and some of the most strict teachers were some of the most favorite because if they were strict and kind, you can actually really relax in there. You know, the expectations are clear. You want to meet them. You know what happens if you don't. It's just this familiar system and you feel confident to be able to to be able to exist within that. If you are someone that has a lot of boundaries and you need to be strict, you can do that. And and if your rules relate to your boundaries, you're probably more likely to be at peace and kind. So ultimately, the kids want to know that it's not about them, right? So being mean is kind of making our own overwhelm about them. So it's like, I got overwhelmed because you were asking to talk to me 50 million times. And so then I said, you are so annoying. So I have one child who he is just wants to talk all the time. And like I mentioned before, if I'm cooking or doing certain things, I just, I need to focus. I can't have something else. It drives me nuts. I can't have somebody standing in my ear talking to me, asking me questions. But so all I have to do now is say, I can't listen right now, baby. I'm, when I'm done, we'll find a time to talk or we'll talk at bedtime. And he's like, okay. And he walks away. He'll stay there. Now that is me being strict about my boundary. And he's like, cool. Okay. Before I learned I could do this, I felt guilty not listening to him. So I kind of let him talk to me, but I didn't really listen. And he kind of knew I wasn't present, but I was sort of there trying and pretending. And then I would get so annoyed. I'll be like, okay, I just can't do this. You just have to go and I'll talk to you later. So it was like, when I wasn't strict, I lost it. And then I kind of acted mean or in a way I didn't like. And so then I later would always have to circle back around, do a do-over, have a podcast on that and a YouTube uh, episode actually on a do-over. I'd have to circle back and do a do-over and apologize. But I, when I keep it, when I keep the boundary firm and tight, then I don't end up losing it like that. And so lastly, one, one thing that I've learned to do that I feel like is a good way to sort of, um, communicate to the kids that my boundaries are about me and not about them is that I'll often say, so for example, using the noise example, I might say, you know how mommy is, she just can't handle hearing all this noise. So y'all got to go outside. So then it's, it's about me. It's not about them. I'm happy if they squeal and yell. It's great if they're loud and feral outside. It's just not going to happen inside. And so when we make our rules and our boundaries about us and we keep them and we don't feel guilty about them and we can have as many as we need to have a, a home since we are the adult, if we're the adult that does everything, we have to allow it and, and give ourselves permission to do it to standards that we can actually manage. And we have to be okay with that. So if you're feeling like maybe being strict or holding a boundary is mean, I just want to release you from that and say, no, it isn't. Being mean is being mean, but holding a healthy boundary in your family is actually a gift for your kids. So I hope this has kind of given you food for thought or maybe taken a burden off that you had. And I will talk to you next time, mama. As always, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. You can find me on my website, A Mother Far From Home, and on YouTube under the same name. If you like this podcast, I'd love it if you could write a five-star review, and it'll help all the algorithms to get it in front of other moms who benefit from this encouragement. Until next time, keep it real out there, mama.